Welcome everyone to another episode of Church Talks. I have a friend with me that I've known for several years and we don't see each other that often in person, but thanks to the wonderful world of technology and social media, um, we're able to keep in contact. And um, so Miss Jonna Shirley is literally one of the coolest people and the most eclectic and just like attractive personalities that you will ever meet um her energy is literally like so contagious that you can't help but smile being around her she makes everybody around her feel better she empowers them um she puts god first in her life she is incredibly fit she's one of the most physically fit people i've ever known in my life um (laughs) her discipline with that is remarkable And she is just, she's also, um, a nurse, I believe. Is that what you do? Nurse tech. Nurse tech. Yeah. So she just, she wears a lot of hats and does a lot of things and her heart is just golden. So Miss Jonna, welcome to the pod. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I think you're also a brand ambassador for Remember Me Clothing. Is that right? I am. Um, so I just recently gave that up. Um, because I wanted to go to Bible college and I wanted to learn more about the heart of Jesus. Okay. Well, we're going to obviously talk about that. Um, what are like three really cool facts about yourself? Like this is you having permission to brag on yourself um, that would make these listeners really want to lean in and keep listening to this conversation. My testimony is tangible proof of how miraculous God is. Um, I really feel like I am, my life is a walking miracle and his love absolutely changed me and it wasn't slow. It was very quick. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you're having any doubts or you feel like maybe your relationship with him, you've fallen from it. I think listening to my testimony would help you and encourage you. Um, Another fun fact if you are in healthcare, oh my gosh, you need Jesus so much <laughs> because it will test you in so, so much. Um, so that's another thing I lean into the Lord a lot for in healthcare um, because, you know, Jesus was treated like a doormat. He was persecuted for standing up for the truth. Um, and a lot of times in healthcare, you're there to take care of people. And, um, you're kind of like a walking punch bag. Um, I hate to say that, but it is the truth and you have to learn to not take things personal because you're seeing people at their worst. Um, so you're literally walking out the turn the other cheek when somebody wants to hit you on the side of the face. Like that is an atmosphere for that. Mm -hmm. Um, so if those are things that you're questioning or struggling with in your walk with Christ. And well, I'm walking through it right now in healthcare. And then my testimony will definitely encourage people um, for how wonderful and his presence is tangible and it does change you. I love it. All right. 
So I think that's enough. I think I'm going to stay on and listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> so that wet my appetite enough to know that I want to hear your story because um, although we have known each other for several years and um, we actually saw each other pretty consistently uh, when I used to manage a gym and you were coming in there to work out. Um, I don't think that I really got to know you as deeply as I wanted to and maybe even as I do now. So I want to know, like, what changed from when I met you back in, was it 2018? Yeah. So five or six years ago, what has changed between then and now with your story? And I know you said that it was like a quick, um, like a quick miracle, but I feel like that for me, it actually was more like a process because I feel like it started back then and maybe even before then. So what makes it quick and what, like, what are you seeing now that maybe you didn't see them? Um, so when I met you, I think that you and Sherry and Ryan were planting seeds because mm -hmm. I did not know God. I knew that there was a God. Um, I had not really been in church. I didn't know the word. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know what the covenant was for the rainbow. I didn't know what that meant. I just learned it a couple of months ago when I started, like when I was in his tangible presence and he just made me so hungry to want to learn his heart and to know more about what in the world did he do to me that changed me so fast. Like when yeah. I tell you he showed up in my life and I did not know that he was real and alive, like he brought me to my knees and I just oh my God, I started crying. Like I lost my breath in his presence. He came to my home. Like he knocked me out. And I just, I had never experienced that in my entire life. Um, so back when I knew you, you said something to me that resonated with me and I will never forget it. I was so in love with the gentleman that I had been dating when I knew you and I mm -hmm. idolized him accidentally. I did not know any better. I didn't know what idolization was. Um, I had no knowledge or recognition, recognition of it. But I do remember saying that if someone were to try to hurt him or kill him, that I would, I would step in and take death for him to keep him alive. And they say that the strongest love is to lay your life down for someone. And I was willing to do that for him. And I didn't realize how dangerous that was, but I idolized him. And so whenever the Lord took me away from him, I remember you asking me because you knew that that breakup was really bad. <laughs> it was really yeah. bad. Um, Oh my gosh, it was like one of those drama movies, bad. It really was. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> oh God. And I remember you, <laughs> I remember you asking me, you said, do you love him enough to let him go and let God take him if that's what God wants? And I said, yeah, I'll do anything that God wants me to do if that's what he thinks is best. And you said, now that's real love because you're sacrificing what you want for someone else. And I didn't, I didn't understand that, but it rested in my heart and it dwelled with me for years. And so that was right when the pandemic had happened. Oh my gosh, I was struggling financially. I was wondering where my next meal would come 
from like my breakup was that bad. And I remember you guys offering me food at the gym and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. Um, I didn't want you guys to know how bad I was suffering. I didn't even want my family to know. Um, so several years passed by about four or five years. So February 5th is when this happened to me of 2023. I had just bought a home. I had been working overtime for all those years trying to, you know, regain my life back, um, put a shelter over my head, do all that stuff. And I remember just being so discouraged with dating and friendships and tired of getting hurt so much that I looked up at the sky as I was walking into my brand new, beautiful home. And I said, you know what, God, if you're so real, then come down here and take my life. Come down here, take my life and tell me what to do. If you will just come down here and tell me what to do, I'll do anything that you want me to do because everything that I'm doing is hurting myself. Everything that I'm doing, every friendship, every way of seeking love is bringing me death. And I don't know what to do anymore. Every turn I take, I'm getting hit. And I'm so sorry if I cry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, the next morning, I was laying in my bed and I was so tired of my, my life. And I live in the country. I don't have any kids. All I have is two cats and I barely watch TV. I was laying in my bed and I did not want to get up to go to work. I was so tired of my life. And I was laying there. And all of a sudden, in an audible voice, I heard Jesus call my name. And no one can tell me that it wasn't him. I jumped up out of my bed and I got on my knees. And I had never really prayed like this. And I said, where are you at? If you're this real, tell me where I can find you. And I will, I will seek you. Like, please let me find you. Where are you? I know your answer in my prayer. Like, mm -hmm. when I tell you, like... I just did not know that he could audibly talk to you. I was like, oh, my God. And so I started going to different churches. And I remember sitting in these churches and I was taking notes and I was like, I don't feel your presence. But if this is where you want me, like, I'll keep studying. I'll keep trying to figure out, like, where you are. I was like, but I don't feel your presence here. I felt your presence in my home, but it's not here in this church. And a girl that I worked with and is my friend used to send me YouTube videos of her church all the time and I would never watch it. And all of a sudden I just had this entire collection in my inbox of all these YouTube videos of the refuge Greensboro. And I clicked on it one day and I listened to it and it was pastor Amy. And she talked about how the Lord will, call you by name. He will come to you where you are and his love will change you. And I got so weak watching the YouTube video and I just started breaking down and crying. And I was like, I got to go to this church. <laughs> Shout so, out to my girl, Amy. <laughs> yeah. That's like my, one of my best friends. And that's I did awesome. not know that either. So that's how strategic the Lord is. And that's how he orchestrates things so beautifully. I didn't know that. So right. all along, he had just he had carefully placed all these people right here to just say, hey, here's a roadmap to where I'm at, Jonna. Hmm. Um, and so you guys were the roadmap to me. And I went to this church and I had another lady come up to me. She could tell I was new. Um, 
And she said, can I pray for you? Do you need any prayers? And I said, no, I think my life is okay. Could you pray for my sister? Um, I haven't seen her happy in a long time. And sometimes I feel like she has demons on her. Now, keep in mind, I don't know anything spiritually, biblically. I don't know any of this stuff. So I couldn't understand why in the world I said that in that moment. Wow. (laughs) And so this lady put her hands on me and she started praying. And when I tell you like tears and snot just started running out of her like mouth, she was praying hard. She brought me to my knees and I just started hysterically crying. And so I was stuck in my seat at that church. And after she prayed, for me, something left my body and I felt empty. And so as the service was over, I went to the back of the church and I sat and I watched the prayer team, Pastor Amy and Pastor Josh. I saw them praying and it looked like they were in a spiritual warfare and they were fighting off something. And in my head, I said, are they fighting something that I brought in? And I watched it until it was done. And then when I walked out of the church, I came back home and um, I felt so tired. And as I went to come into the house, I heard this really loud voice in my head. And it was like, oh, are you going to listen to Pastor Amy? She thinks she's God, isn't she? How dare you? You shouldn't listen to her. She's going to try to control you and make your life miserable. And I grabbed my head and I started crying and I was like, oh my God, what is this? And all of a sudden I lay down and I fall asleep and I have this dream. That's not a dream, but it's real. Mm -hmm. So in Genesis, I think it talks about with Joseph, how his tent and his place where he dwells is called Mahanaim. And it's a place of two. And it's where angels visit him in dreams and he can interpret them. And so the Lord has given me this gift. And so in this dream, this is a part of my testimony and it felt real. Oh, it was so beautiful. The demonic voice that was in my head started to get louder and louder and it just brought me down and it laid me down to a sleep. And all of a sudden I could see heaven and this choir started worshiping and I could see the heavens and the gold streets and it just drowned out this voice and it completely went away. And the worshiping just got so loud that whatever voice it was couldn't stand the sound of the music. Mm-hmm. And I got up off my sofa and I said, oh my God, Jesus, did you come to meet me? Did you come to love me and change me? And I started to run around my house and look for him. And this gold ray of light pierced through my entire house. And as I turned to the spot where I heard him call me in an audible voice, I collapsed and I fell completely on my face. And I was at the foot of Jesus in his presence and he loved me and he changed me. And I did not know that that was possible. So the God that sits in heaven, that looks 
who can see all of this world and imagine I look like this tiny little speck to him. He came and met me and he changed me. I used to be this person who was so angry. I used to cuss all the time. I was so mean. I wasn't really like that nice. I was only nice to people that I thought I could trust. I was so guarded. I was so aggressive. I was so ready to punch you if you said one thing wrong to me. And it was like that one that one experience completely changed me and I walked and I went to work the next day and everybody was just looking at me like, what in the world did you just say crap instead of the other word that you always say? <laughs> and everybody was like, Jonna, are you okay? You don't look the same. You're so joyful. You're so happy. What? Like everybody kept looking at me and they didn't know how to approach me because I had changed. I had this glow. I had this joy and I have not cussed since then. And oh my gosh, I used to cuss like a sailor. Like every single sentence, two or three words came out. Wow. And it was like, he took it from me. Um, it's like, I just can't utter those foul words anymore. Like my mouth just won't let me. And I, I don't know. He just, he changed me. And maybe in your eyes, it was a process. But to me, it was like a light switch. I was like, whoa, what is this? The weeds in the grass look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my man. gosh, life is great. And I just got to experience the joy of Jesus. And oh my God, I didn't know what a huge difference it was. Like, I was walking in death. I was carrying death on my back and he gave me life instantly. And I just did not know that there was a difference until I was in his presence. And I didn't know that you could be in his presence. And it just changed me for life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Right there. Man. Okay, so... Two things. One, I have been a believer in Jesus. I mean, as long as as long as I can remember, um, and probably even before then, my parents said that I had a Bible in my crib, like when I was two. <laughs> I mean, I like it, it's just been in me, I guess. Um, but sometimes, like you know, y you and I are different because that's not how you were brought up. That's not how um, your life has been you know, the last several years and most of your adult life, but from somebody like me, it can get really normal to be in the presence of God. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like you didn't know that it was possible. I had seen it and experienced it so much that it was just like, this is kind of the norm. And then like, I have also felt the opposite where it's like, I don't even know I, I don't even know what the presence of God even feels like anymore. Like I've, I've been in, in such extreme positions of my own life and my own faith journey. And so hearing you is like, literally it's, it's like I said at the beginning, like your, your energy just like pulls something out of other people. And so as I'm he hearing you, my faith is encouraged. Um, like you're, you're kind of like putting more of a hunger in me to be like, I need to get back to that. 
<laughs> and I think that a lot of people are going to be like listening to this and they're going to be in either your shoes or my shoes, like either yours to where this is like the first time that this has ever happened or like maybe some people have never experienced it. And then others could be like me where like it had just kind of like the fire kind of just smoldered and there were just like some embers. And I feel like that you just breathed like on those embers and like made a fire again. So first of all, thank you <laughs> You're for that. That's Jesus. That wasn't like, me. <laughs> I, I needed that. Um, and the second thing is, if I can remember what the second thing was, because <laughs> the first thing was a pretty big thing. Um, but the second thing is, like, you said this happened, what, a year ago or so? Almost a year. February 5th is when it happened. Okay. So, like, so in the last, yeah, it is almost exactly a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but so in the last year, I know you said that obviously the way you talk has changed, the way that people see you uh, at work or whatever, that's changed. But what can what can you tell about like your purpose? Um, like I know that obviously being in the presence of God can feel like, like I don't need to do anything else for the rest of my life. <laughs> but I, I know that you believe that you are on earth for a purpose um, on purpose. Like you're not just here by accident. So this last year, what has been the journey of like, what do you feel like you're here for? I don't know. I'm still learning. Um, I had, I thought I was supposed to be a fitness influencer and you know, the Lord blessed me a little bit. He fed me some, some crumbs with it. And (laughs) one day he was just kind of like, you know, that was a door that you tried to open for yourself before you knew me. He said, but now that you're learning me, he said, that's not what I wanted you to do. Can you give it up? And I said, yep, sure can. <laughs> I was like, I sure can. Anything for you. <laughs> and well, he wasn't asking you to give up fitness, but just the dream of being an influencer, right? Like I had a huge fan. You're clearly still fit. You're clearly still working out. No, I love working out. Um, it's, I, it's enjoyable, but like when I was doing it for a platform, I was spending hours in the gym and I was recording myself and it was just a lot of time. And whenever I had that experience with him, it was, a, it was taking away from that time and it was making me mourn and it was making my heart ache in a way um, that I can't explain. So I was transporting a patient upstairs and as I was bringing the empty stretcher back downstairs, the the double doors were opening for me and they shut on me right in the middle and I got stuck. And I heard Holy Spirit say, this is what happens when you try to open doors for yourself. He said, but if I'm a gentleman and you allow me to open the doors for you, it'll become much easier. And I was like, oh, so um that was the visual that he gave me. And I don't know. I just, I'm happy when I read his word and I get to spend time with him and sit at his feet. Um, I look forward to it. I I almost sprint to be in his presence. Um, I look for him everywhere that I go and in everything that I do. It's just a hunger that I just, I don't know how to explain it to you, but I've got to have it. Even from the moment that I wake up, it's just, 
I look for him in everything that I do. Um, and so I just wanted, I, I don't know. I felt like someone was squeezing my heart and pulling it to go learn more about him. It was like, mm-hmm. I couldn't resist it. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I don't know how to explain it other than it, it really felt like someone was just grabbing my heart and pulling it in a different direction. And I was like, Oh God, I can't go anywhere, but wherever you're trying to, what are you doing? And I don't know. He just brought me to many different places in which like, he was like, learning is when you're happy. Learning is when you have joy. So let me build a foundation of a relationship. Let's build love together. Learn about me. And I knew to ask Pastor Amy um, what were some good references, where to go, because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't being fed improperly, because I know that there's a lot of false teachers out there. I studied Jude so hard because <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, Holy Spirit, you have full permission to please like Pastor Amy said this, and I loved it so much. Arrest me from the inside out if I ever hear anything that is not of you. Um, because I don't want to unlearn what he's teaching me. I don't want to undo and go down the wrong path. Like, I just don't want that to happen. So I I asked for a very strong spiritual discernment and discernment so that I know that I'm reaching for him each and every time. Um, so yeah, that's what's happened. So I'm going to go to vintage Bible college and I'm taking online courses. I start on the ninth, which is Tuesday. And I'm like really, really excited to start. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell this is, this is so good. Like I, I I feel like, I don't know if I have any, any right to say that I'm proud of you, but I really am because it's just, it, it, even if people have similar situations, um, similar experiences, like, it takes determination to keep feeding yourself and not relying on somebody else to feed you. Yeah. And like, it has been a consistent, like you are, I mean, desperate. Like, I, I feel like that's a word that, yeah, that would fit like, like you're desperate to, to learn more and to grow more and to really have a strong foundation of what you believe. Because sometimes the experience alone and like the moment where you said that it, you know, nothing can, um, can persuade you or, you know, make you think that it didn't happen or that it was just something that you ate the night before. (laughs) Like, you know, that's kind of like a supernatural experience. And some people, they, they live for those moments, but like you're in the, like, I want to go deeper. I want, I want to be not just on these mountaintop experiences. I actually want to, to go with God in the valleys. I want to go with God deeper. I want to, to put roots down and maybe uproot some things that, you know, like you said, that are not of God. And so it's just, it's really encouraging to see this from, from an outsider's point of view. And, um, and most people, I mean, I know that you, you post a lot about God and you'll put scriptures even with fitness videos. So it's like you're intertwining and interweaving, uh, your faith into every other area of your life. And it's just, it's really beautiful to watch. I'm, I'm loving it. And you're like, you're obviously you're, you're changing, uh, your your workplace and the people that you're working with, not just the ones that you're serving, like you said, that you're seeing them at their worst, like when they're 
sick or they're in the hospital, but the ones that you work with and, you know, see day in and day out, it's obvious that you're changing their lives too. I just, it's just awesome. (laughs) It's like, so I, I asked him, I said, so I know that your word comes to life. He said, I, I asked him, I said, who do you see me as? And if I'm not pronouncing this right, I'm so sorry. Cause again, I'm still learning. Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. is what he said that my testimony was like the lady who was freed from seven demons. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And <gasps> it's just, and it was funny because he, I saw this picture of Mary on the cover of chosen y'all. Everybody knows that. And Hmm. there was a photo that the media team took of me at church when I was not paying attention. And I don't know. Holy spirit just like worked through my phone in my mind one day when I asked that and he put both of the photos right beside each other. I don't even know how he did it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And the pictures look exactly alike. I had my right hand over my left and wow. I was holding it to my heart. And my face looked like it had sorrow and love all in the same token. Like, I don't like a sorrowful heart, like one that just ached for him and was just so desperate for him to figure out if your love is this great, then my God, let me learn everything I can about you. It just, Mm. I don't, I don't know if I'm even placing it in the right words. I feel like sometimes he's outside of our vocabulary. So that's why I, I may stutter whenever I speak about him. And I get like this little girl with butterflies who just fell head over heels in love with something much better than a crush. <laughs> well, I'll let you decide if you, if you want to do this, but there actually is a, a gospel that Mary wrote and it didn't make it in the Bible for whatever reason. But, um, but I've read it and I've actually preached from it because I mean, she was, she was, I guess maybe the only disciple that was a female um, <laughs> that walked with Jesus. And so I mean, it's, it's very easily Googleable, like if you want to read it, but it's her gospel according her, like the gospel of, of Jesus Christ, according to Mary. And maybe that would, I don't know, maybe that would be a good read for you. I would love <laughs> to read that. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. That's probably yeah, what I'm going to do as soon as I get off the phone. <laughs> right. I mean, you won't, I don't know why it didn't make it in the Bible. There's, there's a lot of books that didn't, but, um, but I, I enjoyed reading it and I loved hearing like a female's perspective um, of the gospels. But anyway, I just thought that was pretty cool. And yeah, you do kind of look like her, <laughs> like bit. from, from the chosen. Um, Cause have you ever been told that you look like you're like from like Egypt or Israel? Like, cause, I mean, you've got that dark skin, dark hair, like mm-hmm. have you ever been told that? Yeah, I get it often. I get it almost every day at the hospital. Cause people are like, they don't necessarily ask like that but they say what are you and why do you know <laughs> country but you look like this and I'm like oh y'all are so sweet love you <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah I don't know sometimes people mean well but but they oh. they're mean they mean well but sometimes they're mean and they say things and I'm like really well you know but- I was mean too I was I was pretty rough I don't I don't know I don't know if that's a gift that he's given me, but I don't really take stuff personal. 
I don't. That is a gift. Yeah. I... Yes. Be thankful for that. I think the <laughs> only thing that he's working on with me right now is um, I tend to get agitated if my name's called a lot at work. Um, and I think that's because of my past and how I was neglected because the way that I showed love was acts of service and taking care of people. And I had two people take full advantage of that. And I think that it's something that the Lord's trying to clean up and like heal for me. Um, but I will catch my flesh, like want to act up and like, not that I want to verbalize it, but my face and I can feel my flesh roar up on the inside. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. we're going to put on these shoes and run towards Jesus because everything that I do is for him. We work for the Lord. <laughs> so I have to keep saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> well, that's so at the end of, of every episode, I do rapid fire questions. Um, and so we're going to do some of those. But then the question before that, that sometimes is not so rapidly uh, replied to is what is a lesson that you have to keep learning over and over? And I feel like you kind of just answered that. I did. Like <laughs> I jumped the gun. So that's, that's perfect. No, because I mean, I think that there are so many things that, um, that man, it's like, if we would have just passed this test 10 years ago, then we could have been moving forward, but it's like the same test or the same lesson that we have to keep learning over and over. And maybe I'm just talking about myself because I'm hardheaded sometimes, but <laughs> I'm thankful for grace. <laughs> I am very thankful that God is patient as well. Um, but yeah, so we've got some rapid fire questions. Are you, are you okay with that? Let's do it. All right. And I don't, I've got several, but I'm just going to pick some at random. So I have not, I have not chosen any specifically for you. Okay. But I'm about to. <laughs> All right. What is the last concert that you attended? Oh, man. Uh, oh, my gosh. Has it been that long? Yeah. I don't get out much. <laughs> I'm really trying to remember right now. I think it was, um, oh, gosh, this was years ago, back when I... Um, I was with my ex. I think it was Kid Rock. And it was that long ago? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look, okay. when he broke hey. up with me. He flipped my life upside down. All I had to, time to do was work. Wow. Okay. I got you. Um, if you were a Winnie the Pooh character, which <laughs> one would you be? Um, oh. I don't know. Piglet. He's so cute. Okay. And his little Piglet. ears just flap around when he's walking. You can't help but to want to hug him and love him. I love it. All right. I know you said you don't watch TV much, but maybe you're a movie person. But do you prefer Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Oh. Well. Or neither. So now, neither. But before <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay. Hey, if you like, if you watch them now with your new spiritual eyes, it will be like mind blowing. Really? To see all the spiritual parallels. Oh my God. It's crazy. Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter both. Huh? It's wild. Oh yeah. If you do, like if you want to binge watch like them on a snow day or something, like it's about to be a snow day, then I want to know what you think. 
Okay. Um, if you happen to to watch them, no pressure though. Just saying. No, I mean you're good because I used to love Harry Potter, and then whenever I got saved, I was like, "That's demonic." Well, some of it is, but life can be demonic. Uh-oh. I mean, there's like you said, there's stuff all the time, like in the in the spiritual realm of life, and so, like I don't know, I don't I don't want to give any spoilers, but you will you will be able to see that there is clearly good and evil, like there is huh. there's a purpose of like all of the movies and anyway anyway um what is your ideal pizza oh um supreme everything on it oh okay yeah and do you prefer coffee or hot tea coffee and do you brush your teeth with warm water or cold water warm water you have to wait for it to get warm Uh, i just cut it on and it eventually gets warm I don't okay. care, I really care. What kind of questions are these? I don't know. These are things that keep me up at night. I just <laughs> make rapid fire questions. Um, what is the craziest thing that you think you've ever done? Oh. Oh. Like, uh, have you jumped out of a plane? Have you bungee jumped? Uh, this was before I was saved. It's, yeah, I can, I can tell it. I'll leave okay. parts. So... I used to have a friend that I would ride horses with and her and her boyfriend lived on this farm and they would get these beater vehicles that they would use as like a four wheeler to ride around on the farm. Yeah. And my friend would always want me to drive. Cause she was like, you're so good. You drive, you drive. And I would be doing donuts out in the uh, cornfield. And there was like this little trail that fit perfectly for the little Honda. And right when we were about to hit the jump at the end, she said, floor it, floor it, floor it. And I floored it and we hit a tree and both of our heads went through the windshield. Oh. Yep. The carburetor caught on fire and we were rolling down the farm and it was catching on fire. And her boyfriend was on the tractor riding by and he was just shaking his head like, oh my God, these women are crazy. Oh my God. This was before I was saved. Okay. Well, God clearly still protected you. I was a little wild. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. So, we'll end on that. Um, is there anything else that you want to say that you want to encourage people with um, here at the beginning of the year, here at the start of season six of my podcast, here in the first year of almost the one year anniversary of your new life um, and your new spiritual birth? anything well I will always encourage people to have an intimate relationship with him because miracle signs and wonders will follow you everywhere that you go and it's almost like he gives you little candies or roses and he just fills your heart up it's like he takes you on a date every day he knows your heart better than you do and he treats you with some of the smallest things that can bring joy to your everyday mundane life. To seek him, like really. And if you're someone who gets more upset with when you mess up than others, show yourself some grace. I have a tendency to beat up on myself really bad whenever I don't think that I'm behaving the way that Jesus would like me. And don't don't place condemnation upon yourself because it he throws away your sins quicker than you will and it keeps you from going where he wants you to if you can't forgive yourself 
Um, so those are the two things. Um, cause that's what I'm walking through right now. I will get very frustrated with myself when I feel myself get irritated because I know that's not a spirit mm. that he's given me. Mm. That's powerful. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for this entire conversation. Thank you for your, your vulnerability, your honesty. Um, thank you for your willingness to, to come on and, and just and share your story and to encourage people. I just love you so much. I love you too. I miss seeing you. <laughs> I know. I, I got to get back over to the refuge soon. So um, I will see you. I know I asked you, do you go to the nine or the 11 o'clock? And you said you go to both. I do. I <laughs> go to both. It's that good. Awesome. It's a different message every time. And then not only that, I'm being obedient. The Holy Spirit wants me to stay for both. And I'm not quite sure, but I just do whatever he tells me to do. Man. And so if anybody else that's listening and you're local and you want to go to the Refuge Greensboro, um, it's on East Bessemer. And I cannot think of the exact address. Um, eight. Ooh, uh, I don't know. It's on East Bessemer. You can Instagram, Google it, whatever on, <laughs> on all the socials. And um, it is. It's Pastor Josh and Amy Wilkerson, my friends. They just had little baby Ava, and I'm so excited. <laughs> so haven't met her yet, but I'm going to. Maybe by the time I air this episode, I will have met her. Yeah. But anyway, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, that would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.